listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Many of the conversations I have with people on the phone start with the same place. They say, well, you know, I haven't saved my marriage. Now, I also know that this isn't just about people calling to see if I can help them. It also happens every week when I'm talking with my coaching clients. They'll start with, I haven't managed to save my marriage or I haven't managed to connect with my spouse. And on and on they go listing what they haven't managed to do. Years ago, I started asking that each person add only one word to the end of that phrase. That one word is yet. In fact, I started having people add that to every goal that they haven't yet achieved. So they would say, I haven't saved my marriage yet. I haven't adjusted my schedule yet. I haven't started exercising yet. I haven't got back into shape yet. I haven't started eating better yet. The reason I have them do that is because yet is such an important word. It bridges us to what's possible from where we are to what's possible simply by adding that one thing. It changes us to the possible out there versus the stuck point where we are now, simply by being able to say that it hasn't happened yet. So that's my rule. I want to be uh, helping people to look beyond where they are to get to where they want to be. To me, that's the place of coaching. That's a place of change. The place between where we are right now and the place we want to get to. Let me be very honest. I am very, very clear that in the world of relationships, not every marriage is going to be saved. I've never believed that. I've never claimed it. I've always believed that my role is to provide you with the tools you need in order to save your marriage, to work on your relationship as long as you choose to do that. I'll walk beside you as long as you're ready to continue to do that. If you say, I'm done with that process, I'm fine with that. So I'm here today to talk about if you haven't finished that process, if you're not there yet, the fact is that many times people stop before they get to the place they want to be. And I think it's because we have these fail points. I've talked about this in other trainings about the fact that there are a number of places where we, we fail, not because it's a failure but because we allow it to fail. And I think of those fail points kind of like metal failing, right? It finally breaks in half because something happens in that bending and bending and bending, and finally it pops and the person says, I'm done. But if we use that same analogy analogy of steel breaking, I've been watching over the years as in our, our town, in our city, they've been building a couple of big uh, bridges across the river, And when they were inspecting one of the old bridges, they realized that there were some places that were fail points in the steel. Not that it had failed, but it had the potential, and so they had to replace that steel. I think it's kind of like that with this. The fail points that hit us don't have to be the failures of our efforts. It may just mean that we have to retool a little bit, back up a little bit, and ask the question, why is this getting me? I have a 
primary fail point, to have a, a full training on the f- primary fail point for my advanced uh, people in my program. But I also have in other podcasts talk about those fail points, and you can find a link to the fail point training in the show notes. So why is it that we get to this stuck point where we feel like we've gone as far as we can? Well, social psychologists call this the end of history illusion. And this end of history illusion keeps a lot of us from growing to where we could be. The end of the uh, end of history illusion is when that we believe that where we are right now, we're at the top of our growth. You know, maybe you, you realize that you, you've done some changing, you're growing over time, and, and this is true at every stage in development, that we can look back and say, well, look at where I was, look at how immature I was, look at how foolish I was, but now I'm not. Now I'm at a different place. And so we're constantly believing that we have stopped growing, that we've gotten to kind of the top of our growth. The reason is because it's really easy to look back and see the places of change. It's much harder to look forward and see what is to come. Whenever there's something beyond where we are, it's harder to see it. Sometimes we have to look at others that might have gone on that path in front of us. That's why we like to look at those health magazines and why we like to, at the gym, look at the people who are in better shape and and also sometimes look at them disparagingly because they've also gotten to that point. But it helps us see that there's a new place to be. One of the reasons of the power of those online courses, the DVD courses and how to get in better shape is because you're looking at a group of people. And usually they are people who start at the same place as you. Yesterday afternoon, I had the chance of watching a movie with my wife, La La Land. It was a great movie. It's it's not my usual genre, but I really enjoyed the movie. And one of the things I really liked were two scenes. In an early scene, the star, one of the stars, the woman, is in uh, on the lot of the the movie industry, and she's serving coffee, and she's a barista. And in comes uh, a major star who comes in and, they, and gets coffee, and they're all in awe of this person who's already made it. And then the story unfolds as this young actress finds her way through and, and finds success. And it, towards the end, she's the one going back in and ordering the coffee and everybody being in awe. And I thought how interesting it is that that movie showed how hard it is to get to that new place. The effort that it takes, instead of being able to say, well, boy, that person got lucky. Wow, you know, that person just was an overnight success to be able to see the stepping points along the way. It's the same with us. We can't quite see beyond where we are, and yet at times we have glimpses. When you're talking about marriage, maybe you'll look at other people around you that have marriages that you, you find to be envious. You, know, you, you really want to be that marriage. And so that can give you a perspective on what's possible. It's just so hard to see it from where you are. And that's why many times people contact me and say, I just can't get there. You know, I, I can't save my marriage, to which I often push them to just add that one word, yet. So my first challenge to you today is whenever you get to the place where you feel like you can't quite get there, to recognize that there's that one more word, yet. This applies to all areas of our lives, not just where we need to change and grow, but because we can't see it, we sometimes are not clear on how to get there, and yet, it's possible. So usually, as I'm 
kind of dissecting and pulling down in, in the middle of this coaching session why nothing's changing. It comes down to three different areas. One is lack of knowledge. Two is lack of action. And three is lack of response. Lack of knowledge, lack of action, lack of response. Notice, you have control of two-thirds of that equation. You have the opportunity of getting the knowledge. You have the option of taking action. You can't create the response on the part of your spouse. In fact, if you've been listening to me very long, you know how much I push against that. When people say, I need to make my spouse do something or get my spouse to do something or convince my spouse to do something, my immediate response is to stop that, to change that around and say, what do I have control over? So if you don't have the knowledge, that's the easiest part to do. You gain the knowledge. That's part of what my Save the Marriage system is about. That's part of what my VIP virtual coaching program is about, is getting you the knowledge, the skill set, the tools you need to do this. Think about how you apply this in the rest of your life, because I think we realize why it falls short so many times here. People will say, you know, I read your book, but nothing's changed. I've used your system. I read through your system. I, I, you know, I've got it on my computer and I read through it and nothing's changed. Well, they've done step one. But step one isn't enough. Have you ever had people who walked around going, you know what, I can't figure out what happened. I, I joined that gym, but I haven't gotten into shape yet. Though they are like many other gym members who never darken the door of that gym. Or some people say, well, I bought the veggies, right? I got the good food, but nothing's changed in my diet because they know enough to get the good stuff, but they haven't integrated it into their lives. They haven't taken any action. Or maybe somebody will say, you know, I looked at monster.com, but you know, it's a failure because nothing's changed. I don't have a new job. They forgot that they have to apply and get a new job. What I'm pointing out here is how many times we have come to believe in our culture that knowledge is enough. All we have to do is get to that place where we have some knowledge and things should change for us. And then we're frustrated when all the knowledge in the world isn't changing our position because step number two hasn't happened. Step number two is to act. Until we have continually acted upon something, nothing's going to change. My theory is based on building connection and changing yourself. So if we haven't been building connection and if we haven't been working to change ourselves, should we not be kind of expecting that we're going to be at the same place? Just today, I got an email saying, you know what, this isn't going to work. I've read your stuff and it's not going to save my marriage. And my response is, how do you know until you apply it? How do you know until you apply it? One of the things I most clearly state is, if all you want is some knowledge, please don't come to me. There's got to be the next step, action. When I'm coaching clients, the first thing I'm trying to determine when I'm trying to decide if they're ready for coaching is, are they ready to take action? If they're ready to take action, the knowledge will infiltrate that action. If they're not ready to take action, no amount of knowledge in the world will do it. My guess is if you go to your doctor, you want that doctor to not have just read some medical books, but to actually have practiced under the watchful eye of someone else 
to make sure they're doing it right. It's the same with your therapist. You probably don't want to go to a therapist or a coach or anyone else that's just read something about it. I certainly don't want to go to an accountant that somewhere along the way just read an accounting book. We know that the next step that has to happen is the practice of the knowledge, the action of the knowledge. My belief is the process, the real learning process, is to learn something and then act and then reflect on what happened and fine-tune it and act some more, learn a little bit more and act some more. That's the process. And when you do that, you get to address two-thirds of the equation. Knowledge and action. That's the yet. Have you been able to save your marriage yet? No. But that could still be just ahead. So many times people have told me something that can't happen only for us to watch it unfold as they take action, as they gain the right knowledge and continue their action. The places that I recognize that are unchangeable is when a spouse, at the end of action, at the end of knowledge, at the end of action, at the end of knowledge and action, there's still no response. At some point, somebody can say, this isn't going to work. My question is, have you really stepped forward with the action and the knowledge? Or are you frozen in place? Remember, the biggest thing that stops you is your fear. The next biggest thing that stops you is the inaction. We are so used in our culture to just collecting knowledge. I don't know about you, but I have so many things on my uh, different devices that I haven't read. You know, Kindle books are piling up and we love knowledge, but we've confused knowledge with action. Just getting a book, just getting a resource is only about gathering the knowledge Then we have to take that knowledge in, and then we start to act on it. So again, when people come to me and they say, I haven't saved my marriage, all I ask is they add yet, and then we begin to move towards what's possible. Part of that is getting out of their own way to take in that information, to take in that knowledge base, to then apply it to see what's possible. Where do you need to take action? If you need knowledge, that's easy. Come to me. Come to savethemarriage.com. Get the knowledge you need. If you've already got the system, I invite you to join us in the VIP program so that we can continue that training together. Once we have that knowledge, though, then it's time to take action, to see what's possible. Don't let the fail points get to you until you are ready. Keep gathering the knowledge, and the bigger point, taking action. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you continue to work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.